Welcome to People Admin's K-12 podcast. For those of you who don't know, People Admin is the leading provider of cloud-based talent management solutions for education. My name is Kevin Keenman, and joining me today is Melva Cardenas, a regional strategic advisor here at People Admin and 33-year veteran educator who has held roles as a teacher, principal, and HR executive director. How are you today, Melva? I'm doing great. I appreciate the opportunity to be with you today. Of course. I'm happy to have you here. So we're going to be talking about the role of onboarding in K-12 talent management. What makes this such an important topic? Well, in today's um, education world, particularly in the K-12 world, um, there is, uh, tends to be a turnover rate that uh, is constant, if not increasing. And through an effective onboarding process, um, hopefully we will offer our employees opportunities to feel welcome, opportunities to feel supported, um, thereby having um, successful uh, employment period within our district and hopefully increasing the retention rate and keeping them on board. Uh, pardon the pun. Oh, no, no, I'm a fan of puns, so that's that's fine. But, um, how can schools and districts help ensure new hires have a positive onboarding experience? Well, for one thing, um, they really need to, like I said a minute ago, put a plan together. Um, they need to have some specific um, steps in the process uh, so that they know that it's a process that isn't just the responsibility of one person. There was a time when uh, onboarding was basically orientation. You brought new hires in, you sat them down, they filled out a bunch of paperwork, and they were done. They went off to their employment site. Um, onboarding is much more than that. It does include the orientation process, but it also includes the idea that um, we want to acclimate them um, to their working environment, and that includes um, not just the mechanical things like you know knowing what their job description looks like, but also the social aspects, knowing who the people are that can help them and support them, uh, and providing that training that's necessary. So we sometimes talk about the the ABCs. You know, you want to start even before you've hired them. Uh, you want to be an ambassador for your district. You want to make sure that um, you're promoting your district at all times, um, that you're talking to people in a positive manner and building those relationships so that, in essence, people out in the community are helping you promote the district as well and hopefully encouraging people to apply within your district. Um, in addition to that, you want to uh, make sure that you're visible. You want to have a, a brand uh, brand your district so that you, uh, again, everywhere somebody looks, they know that that is um, associated with your district. Whatever brand, whatever logo, whatever look you come up with, uh, you need to be present at job fairs. You need to have a robust website, um, all those kinds of things to help with your uh, public relations and your your. Um, community perception out there. And then, of course, communication is key. You must uh, be willing to communicate effectively, have those open dialogues with people. Um, you want to make sure that, um, you know, when you do bring them in, that you're clearly communicating, whether it is the paperwork or whether it's introduction to staff, um, that everybody is, is communicating uh, in both directions. Um, and everybody from the first person that they make contact with in the district all the way to the people they work with, their supervisors, everybody has a role in that onboarding process. So it sounds like, um, you know, you mentioned having 
specific steps. You mentioned how important school branding is and then even bridging gaps between other departments. It, it sounds like consistency is a really big issue. Would you say that's true? That's exactly correct. And that's why it's important to write it down. Um, you may take for granted or assume that somebody's going to do something and um, they may do it for one new hire, they may not do it for the next. And so if you have a plan written down and you assign specific responsibilities to specific individuals, um, everybody knows what their role is in that onboarding process. Right. And what do you think is the most common mistake that schools and districts make during the onboarding process? I would say it's the lack of communication as it relates to the onboarding process. Um, again, everybody taking for granted that the other person knows what they're supposed to do um, is sometimes uh, a, a big hindrance. And so if the departments and the campuses aren't um, communicating with one another, if there's not anything written, if nobody's following up to make sure that these things have taken place, uh, certainly uh, the communication piece could hinder an effective onboarding process. Now, you're going to be presenting on this topic at ASPA on Wednesday, October the 12th. Can you just let our listeners know what they can expect if they attend? Um, the topic title is the ABCs of onboarding. And at that time, I will be sharing uh, tips, a little bit of information about, you know, the, the uh, reasons why onboarding is so important. Um, everything from when does onboarding begin uh, and is there an ending point or not. Talk about some building blocks for successful onboarding, that sort of thing. So, um uh, I'll share some sample onboarding checklists as well as a couple of different formats that they might want to consider using. Great. Well, that's all I have for you today, Melva. Um, I think you provided some great tips and you've given our listeners a lot to think about. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, there you have it. Best practices in K-12 talent management. I encourage all of you to attend ASPA's annual conference and check out Melva's presentation while you're there. If you'd like to learn more, please visit peopleadmin.com. Thank you for listening.